Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. A hobby has been defined as something you like to do that you'd be ashamed to do for a living. Like uh, collecting clam shells, building ships in bottles, making toy villages out of toothpicks. But hear what kind of a hobby Mayor Latrivia has as he talks to Fibber McGee and Molly. What was that again, Mr. Mayor? You did what as a hobby? I trained fleas for flea circuses. No kidding. Who taught you how to do it? Nobody. I started from scratch. Well, I can see that anyone would. Yes, I was really a very good flea trainer. In fact, I was so good that I began to get commercial offers, and that took it out of the hobby classification, so I quit. You had a lot of offers to train fleas, huh? That's very interesting. How does a flea make an offer like that? To bite a message in your leg? No, 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 no. Of course not. Oh? I mean, I had offers from sideshows to train fleas for them. Oh. But I quit that and started collecting rare postage stamps. Oh, McGee did that for a while, Mr. Mayor. He saved the stamps off of every letter he got, and he got some rare ones, too. Letters, that is. Yeah, the stamps weren't much good, though. There was one I kind of liked, sort of a homemade-looking stamp with a picture of a three-masted boat on it. Only some postal clerk had scribbled his initials all over it. Oh, hand-canceled, eh? It was from New Zealand or someplace, Mr. Mayor. Yeah. We thought it might be valuable at first, but it was only worth a penny. Said so right on it. One cent. That wouldn't happen to have been the New Guinea one cent stamp. New Guinea, New Guinea, that's it. That's what it was. It was sort of a magenta color and octagonal. Yeah, yeah, red with six sides. Mm hmm. And where is your collection now, McGee? Oh, you got me, boy, up in the attic, I guess. I gave it up for something really constructive ukulele playing. <laughs> You prefer ukulele playing to stamp collecting, McGee? Well, I think there's more future in it, Mr. Mayor. He might get good enough to play professionally, you oh, know. You betcha. Might eventually pick up five or ten bucks an evening playing at clam bakes. Hmm. <laughs> if the way I heard you play it is a sample, you couldn't pick up a split Peruvian penny playing the 1812 overture while juggling 13 deep-sea turtles blindfolded on a unicycle balancing a wheelbarrow full of pig iron on your nose and surrounded by 50 beautiful girls in bikini bathing suits waving American flags with their phone numbers tattooed on their knees. Hey, that sounds like a wonderful novelty act. <laughs> Write that down, Latrib. I'll start working it up and maybe... I... Oh, no, 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 no good. Why not, McGee? Can't use deep sea turtles. The SPCA wouldn't let us. Oh, too bad. I'd like to have seen the act. But about that stamp, McGee, the New Guinea one cent magenta. What about it? According to last October's Carnet magazine, it's the rarest stamp in the world and is worth over $100,000. What? What? You mean a hundred... But what do you care? Huh? You don't want to be a rich collector. You'd rather be a poor ukulele player. Oh. And believe me, you are. Good day. 
Gosh, where is it? Well, it isn't up here in the attic, McGee. That's for sure. Incidentally, why is one tiny little stamp worth so much money? It ain't the size that counts, kiddo. A pearl ain't valuable just because it comes in a big oyster. Come on, let's look in the basement. My gosh, a hundred thousand bucks. We got a price. No good, McGee. It's not in the basement. How about the hall closet? What? Open that door for a measly $100,000? Oh, no. Let's try the garage. Uh, oh, this is awful, kiddo. I don't know where that dead red of stamp collection could have went. Let's go back in the house. Well, think hard. What could have happened to it? Well, I don't know. Maybe I give it to somebody. That would be kind of typical. Me throwing away a $100,000 stamp collection and taking up with a seven-buck ukulele. If I ain't the stupidest... Now, 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 don't blame yourself, sweetheart. You didn't know about the New Guinea stamp. Well, why didn't I? I was collecting stamps, wasn't I? I should have knew. Swiss, <laughs> I'm the kind of a guy that digs for fish worms and squawks about the gold nuggets getting up the shovel. What did I do with that stamp collection? You know, I... Oh, hi, old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. But you're looking so exasperated. About? <laughs> I had a very valuable stamp collection, old-timer, and I can't remember what I'd done with it. It's worth over 100000 today. Well, that is a tidy little sum, Johnny. You betcha. Feller could get along real good on that if he didn't get married and eaten cafeterias. <laughs> I was a millionaire myself once, for a few days. For a few days, you must have been quite a spendthrift. How'd you lose it, old-timer? Invested all in an inside straight? Nope. You see, me and my papa, we had us a gold mine. Uncovered a streak of pay dirt that assayed 3,000 bucks a ton. Wow. Well, sir, papa planted some dynamite one day, and we got ready to open up a new shaft. Papa says, ready, son? And I says, blast it, Dad. And Dad blasted. In fact, Dad blasted the whole Dad blasted mountain. Never did find the Dad blasted mine again. Well, that was hard luck. Just what part of the West was that, old-timer? reason I asked, back in 1926, I was out in the Snake River country myself. Homesteading. I claimed a stake out there. I think you mean you staked a claim, dearie. No, no. I claimed a stake in a restaurant. Another hombre says it was his, and I says it was mine, and we stood there for a minute, and then, quick to flash, he went for his gun. Did he kill you, Johnny? Did he kill you? No. Nope. He must have had to go quite a ways for his gun, because when he got back, I was gone. <laughs> Having first at the stake. <laughs> well, it is a right interesting country out there, Johnny. Yes, it is. My whole family <laughs> growed up in the West. My sister, Jenny... She was kind of stage-struck, you know. Not much opportunity for an actress out there, I suppose, eh? Who says anything about being an actress? Jenny was a dance hall girl. You say she was stage-struck? She was. And across the road one day to get herself a drink of water out of the horse trough. <laughs> they didn't serve water where she worked. And got struck by the five o'clock stage from Laramie. Heavenly days, was she heard? Nope. What she told that stage driver sure blistered his gun butt. <laughs> I, I might one time.
This is all very fascinating, but I got to get busy and locate my stamp collection. I can't just stand here and ignore a hundred thousand bucks. My Elks Club dues are overdue. Elks Club? Holy. Oli at the Elks Club. I remember now. I get that stamp collection to Oli. Come on, Molly. We'll see you later, old time. Oh, go Keep hurrying, Molly. Keep hurrying. Boy, I can hardly wait to get hold of Oli and get my new Guinea hen stamp back. A hundred thousand bucks. <laughs> Why, if that much lettuce, I can... Uh-oh. There's Oli in front of the Elks Club now. See, what if he doesn't want to give you back that stamp collection, dearie? After all, if you gave it to him legally, he doesn't have to. Don't worry. I'll handle Oli all right. Look at him sweeping that walk. Diplomacy, that's all. I'll butter him up like a hot biscuit. I'll have them stamps back. Oh, hi, Oli, old man. Great to see you, boy. Hello, McGee. I didn't see you come. I was busy sweeping the order trash off of the sideboard. Hello, missus. Hello, Oli. I said to, Mor- uh, to Molly this morning, I says, Oli, I says, it's been too long since we've saw Oli, I says. I says, he'll be glad to see his old friend and good pal McGee, I says. Well, the name is familiar, all right, but I don't recognize that description. <laughs> Move the feet, McGee, so I can sweep the sidewalk. Oh. <laughs> ah, you do a great job of sweeping, too, boy. I was telling the mayor yesterday, I says, there ain't a sidewalk sweeper in town that sweeps the sidewalk any sweeter than Oli sweeps, I says. I says he's the swellest sidewalk sweeper that the... McGee, hmm? don't overdo it. <laughs> Oli, how's everybody at home? The children all well? Oh, sure. The kids is all wonderful, messes. If you like kids. Which we do. When they're good, which is mostly never. Move the feet, McGee. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir, you got a great collection of kids there, Oli. Great collection. And speaking of collections, you remember one I gave you about six months ago? Collection? Yeah, remember I was cleaning out the attic and I give you a shoebox full of a collection of... Oh, that old young shoe, I remember that. Oh, good. I took it home to the kids, but they don't want it, so my missus burns up the whole thing. Move the feet, McGee. Oh, oh, oh no, my valuable stamp collection. Oh, dear. Stamps? Yeah. You don't give me any stamps, McGee. Huh? You give me a whole box full of match covers. But who wants to cover matches if you want them all? Matches? Oh, my gosh. Was that what I gave you? My matchbook collection? You sure? Certainly. Don't you remember there was a little girl there and you was cleaning out a lot of old young... That's it, McGee. Teeny. I'll bet you gave the stamps to Teeny. Teeny. That's right. Teeny. I remember now. I gave them to Teeny. Well, come on. we got to find her. Let's grab a streetcar. Well, anyhow, I get him to move the dead bum feet. <laughs> that streetcar hurry up. I gotta get the It's seat. coming, dearie. Take it easy now. It's coming. Yeah. Now keep your fingers crossed, kiddo. I hope Teeny knows where she put that stamp collection. That kid lost a hundred grand stamp collection on me. <laughs> Call for Lazarus. Call for Lazarus and Peter Trail. Nerf car, boy. <laughs> This skirt's a little long and the step is a little high. Yeah, you better lift your skirt, Molly, to catch your heel. I've got it, dearie. Why, that fresh thing, bless his heart. <laughs> That's a cop directing traffic. You got two dimes? Here. Thanks. Here, let's sit over here. Now, music, music, and off the water, 
<laughs> what did he say, McGee? Fourteenth and Oak. <laughs> My goodness, what an accent. Mm. I don't know how these conductors ever learned to talk like that, McGee. Oh, they go through training, Molly. They got quite a system on this line, too. Very modern. Really? They always start a new conductor out with a mouthful of marbles at first. <laughs> That's to help him talk indistinct, you see. Each day as he gets better, he spits out one of the marbles. I see. They tell me that on this line here that the guy makes the best conductor when he ain't got all his marbles. <laughs> you see, when they first... Oh, uh... wait, McGee, look, look who's across the aisle. Huh? Oh, my gosh, if it ain't little Harlow Milcox, the double-rich kid. Hi, Milky. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Well, hello, Molly. Hi, pal. What brings you two downtown? Window shopping? No, we got plenty of windows at home, Junior. <laughs> We're looking for a postage stamp, boy. Oh. Have you tried the post office? This mm -hmm. is a special stamp, Mr. Wilcox. Yeah, a new guinea stamp, Junior, worth a hundred grand, and I'm going yeah, to find yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if you kids will excuse me now, I've got a new book here I'm very anxious to read. Oh, what book is it? It's Mary Lee Taylor's famous book of pet milk recipes, pal. Oh, how nice. And the reason I'm so anxious to get at it is because this issue features pet milk's most popular recipe, the one for pumpkin pie. Yeah, well, I was Pumpkin saying... pie like you never tasted before. Made smooth and creamy and delicious tasting with good, rich, pet-evaporated milk. Yeah. Believe me, kids, if you haven't eaten pumpkin pie made with pet milk, you haven't lived. Now, we'll start living, though, when I get the hundred grand for that stamp, because I'm... pet milk is simply good, sweet country milk, concentrated to double richness with a lot of the... Rasarina trip next. Rasarina trip. Taken out and all of the cream left in. You know, I like it better with the Rasarina crib out. <laughs> Me too, but I gave this stamp you to see, Katie. You see, with Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving coming up pretty quick here, you see, grocery stores everywhere <laughs> are featuring Mary Lee Taylor's pet milk pumpkin pie recipe because, as all good cooks know, pumpkin pie made with pet is a rare treat for the whole family. Speaking of rare, Mr. Wilcox, this stamp of Good McGee's... cooks know, too, that pet milk costs less than ordinary bottled milk, less than half as much as cream. <clears throat> So the smart housewife will be baking her pumpkin pies with pet milk from the Mary Lee Taylor recipe because... Lobster Street, Lobstrom, change calls for rats and leopards. You see, this great husband-tested recipe is a favorite of good housewives everywhere. Because don't forget, pet milk not only makes foods good, but it makes them good for you. And... Beyond that, Bobstrom Street. Bobstrom, let him out, please. Now, if Keeney isn't home, we've wasted Besides our... that, pet milk is the finest... Hey, hold it. Hold it. Hey, there's Keeney, Molly. Where? In front of Kramer's drugstore. Hold it. Let me off. Let that's, me off. That's why I say pet milk is the finest that... Well, hold it, conductor. Hold it. Let me off of here. Hold it. Let Creamer me Street off. Creamer Street is Ogilmack. Creamer Street is Bobstrom Street. You getting out? <laughs> yeah, you stay on the car, Molly. I'll see you at home. Hey, Keeney. Hey, Keeney, wait a minute. Now, look, Teeny, I'll get right down to business. You remember six months ago I gave you a stamp collection? Remember? Stamp collection? You mean that old shoebox that the lid didn't fit very well, only I could have used it for a doll, but if it wasn't all full of dirty old used-up postage stamps? That stamp collection? Yes, huh? yes, yes. Quick, quick. Uh, what'd you do with it? What'd you do with it? I gave it to Willie Toops. What? Boys are more interested in stamps than girls. 
And girls are more interested in boys, so I gave it to Willie. Oh. <laughs> Look, sis, this is urgent. There's a stamp in that bunch that's worth a lot of... Uh, that is... Uh, well, I'd, I'd like to have them back, see, for... Well, well, for sentimental reasons. You understand? Sure. You love money. <laughs> <laughs> Big deal, huh? A hundred thousand? No. I ain't gonna tell how much it's worth. Look, can you get hold of Willie and have him bring them stamps to my house? Quick? Sure. I know where he is right now, mister. Only... Only what? <laughs> well, it's gonna be expensive, mister. Hmm. Willie broke a window playing ball, and they're keeping him in till he pays for it. I'll pay for the window. And, well, Willie's all upset about it, and he'll need a couple of chocolate sodas to calm his nerves. Ah, here's a buck. Stop him full of sodies. Just hurry. Then there's me, of course. <coughs> Willie never drinks alone. Hmm. All right, all right, all right. Here's a buck for you. How much is the broken window? What window was it? <laughs> the front one. In Kramer's drugstore. $39. Oh, $39. My gosh, what a pain. <laughs> ah, my gosh, I wish that kid would hurry up and bring back my stamp collection. A hundred thousand bucks. I knew that stamp collection would be worth dough someday. Sure. Yeah. That's why you left it in the attic for six months and then gave it away. You betcha. That was a pretty shrewd move, kiddo. <laughs> Keeping a stamp worth a tenth of a million around the house is pretty dangerous. Let somebody else get robbed, I always say. Yes, but you didn't know until today that it was worth a hundred thousand. Well, I must have. I must have known it in my, in my subconscious. Because Say, I... uh, speaking of your conscience, uh, what are you going to give little teeny for the stamp collection, now that you know what it's worth? Ooh. I hope you're not going to take advantage of her ignorance. Are you kidding? She's into me right now for 41 bucks. Taking advantage of that kid is like... Well, that must be here now, McGee. Hot dog. This is it. Come in. Come in. Come in. Oh, hi, teeny. Hi. Oh, glad to see you, sweetie. My, you look pretty. Who doesn't when they're bringing you $100,000? <laughs> yeah, she looks pretty anyway. Oh, hi, Willie. This is Willie Toops, isn't it, sis? Sure it is, I bet you. Yeah. Willie, I wish to present you to Mrs. McGee. Miss McGee, this is Willie Toops. Willie, I wish to present to you Mr. McGee. Mr. McGee, this is Willie Toops. Shake hands, everybody, and come out fighting. <laughs> hi, Willie. Hi, do a trick. Huh? Do a trick. What do you mean, Willie? Mr. McGee is not a magician. Willie's daddy said he was. Didn't he, Willie? Yeah. Hey, uh, Mort Toop says I was a magician? Willie didn't exactly say that, Mr. McGee, but he said if I was going to do any business with you to watch out because you were full of tricks. <laughs> Never mind that now, Willie. Uh, Mr. McGee would like to talk business with you. Yeah. You see, Willie... Talk to me, Mr. McGee. I'm his business manager. Aren't I, Willie? Who said so? I did. Remember? You were sitting in Kramer's drugstore and I said I'm your business manager because 
This is a strange kind of a deal, and I've been doing business with Mr. McGee for a long time, and believe me, he's nobody's fool, no matter what people say, and you said, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's talk business. Yeah. Let's. Talk business. Okay. <laughs> now, Teeny, you gave Willie Toops here the stamp collection I gave you. Sure I did, I betcha. Good. Now then. I kind of decided to take up stamp collecting again. It's a good, healthy hobby, you know, and I thought that if I had my old collection back, well, I could just add that to what the, I mean. How much you want for it, Willie? Oh, gee, Mr. McGee. I'll handle this. I'll handle this, Willie. How much you offer, Mr. McGee? Well, to be strictly fair... It don't matter anyway. Huh? What you mean? I haven't got it anymore. I huh? gave it to Ozzie Van Dam for a jackknife and a toad. Heavenly days. Who's Ozzie Van Dam? Yeah, who's Ozzie? Get him over here quick. Well, where does he live? Nobody knows, Mr. McGee. What do you mean, nobody knows? Well, right after I traded Ozzie my stamp collection, his family got awful rich and moved away. <laughs> got rich and moved away, huh? How'd they get so rich? We don't know, mister. But, boy... Did they ever look silly when their chauffeur drove them away in that big limousine? Well, hey, what was so silly about that? <laughs> you know what? Huh? They were all throwing kisses at the post office. Oh. $100,000. Boom, right out the window. Ain't that disgusting? Oh, I don't know, dearie. After all, there is something to be said for being poor. Yeah, what's to be said for it? I'd tell you, but I don't use that kind of language. <laughs> That's what I thought. Good night. <laughs> Good night, all. The first evaporated milk, pet milk, brings you Fiddle McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you?